This is the Lindell Report, bringing you news combined with hope by offering practical and achievable action points to assist you in defending and preserving faith and freedoms. And now, here is your host, Mike Lindell. All right, welcome to the broadcast. Glad you are with us. Mike Lindell will be joining us in just a minute, along with gubernatorial candidate in Arizona, Carrie Lake. We're also going to be joined tonight by Alan Dershowitz. We'll be joined by uh, Andrew Parker, as well as Mark Fincham, who's running for Secretary of State. So um, we've got a lot going on. Mike Lindell will be joining us in just one second. We're getting him dialed up. Mike will be joining us. Folks, you need to tweet, text, email, Facebook. Let all your family and friends know. Mike Liddell will be right with us in just one second, along with Alan Dershowitz, Carrie Lake, Mark Fincham, uh, Andrew Parker, Kurt Olson. We have a big broadcast planned for you tonight, as Mike has promised. It's going to be a fast-paced show, but right now we need you to get the audience here. Lots of people. Text, tweet, email, Facebook, call. Get lots of folks here. We have big news tonight and a big lineup. I'll go through it again. Mike Lindell. Attorney Andrew Parker, uh, Secretary of State candidate and State Representative Mark Fincham, Alan Dershowitz, the attorney Alan Dershowitz, Attorney Kurt Olson. This is going to be a big broadcast with lots of information coming to you uh, as Mike has promised. So again, help us get out the word, get a big audience over here as we get ready to go right now with Mike Lindell joining us. Mike, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you for joining us, Mike. All right, Mike, join us here. Again, to use that promo code L77 to support everything that Mike is doing and the work and the, all the stuff he's doing legally. It takes a lot of funds to do this, so we need your support. Please go to MyPillow.com. Use that promo code L77. Remember, if you go to FrankSpeech.com, click on the online store. FrankSpeech.com, click on the online store. You'll see all of those specials. Many of them are unique to Frank Speech. In other words, you won't find them anywhere else. So, again, go to FrankSpeech.com. Click at the top of the page, online store, look at all those great products and specials just available for you. Use that promo code L77. Now we're joined by Mike Lindell. Mike, welcome. Big night tonight, Mike. Yes, it is. I've been just uh, telling everyone on Facebook Live here, this is historic. All you fake news media that's watching right now, sorry we couldn't give you an embargo, but we, the lawyers wanted to, they wanted to come on themselves and tell about our lawsuit. Uh, this lawsuit's... Uh, it is historical news, everybody. It, uh, uh, this is a preliminary injunction. We started with Arizona, and uh, it's to get rid of the machines, terminate the machines, everybody. Um, do we have Carrie Lake with it? If she's only got a little bit, Logan, let me know when we got Carrie. Let me know when we got Carrie Lake with us, will you? He's okay, calling and then also, also, do we have do we have uh, Andrew Parker? There, he's calling both of those folks right now. Okay, yes, we need to, if she's on, we got a little bit. You guys, everybody, uh, so Carrie Lake running for governor of, uh, of Arizona is the plaintiff, along with Mark Fincham, who's running for Secretary of State. Everybody guess who the defendant is. Brandon, who's the defendant? The defendant would be, well, if it's, you're suing in Arizona, I don't know. Is the defendant Dominion? No, the defendant is Hobbs. Uh, what's her first name? She's the Secretary of State, Hobbs. Oh, Hobbs. Katie? Katie Hobbs. That's correct. So she's the defendant. And wow. uh, guess, who would, guess, who, guess who has to decide whether they're gonna, what they're going to do? The Attorney General. Be or whatever. The, the Attorney General. Yeah. So, um, this is really an amazing case, everybody. This is huge. Uh, this is historic. Everything we've done, all the work we've done, everybody that's done, all the evidence that's piled up for over a year, it's all going to, it's all in this, in this, um, um, it's all come down to this, this preliminary injunction filing this to get rid of the machines in Arizona. We're going to, the next state will be South, uh, South, uh, South Dakota. And many, many following that. I want to do and all And I think Carrie Brandon. Lake is with us. She's on limited time. I think we have just made contact with her. Uh, Carrie, welcome to Mike Lindell's broadcast, The Lindell Report. Hi. Hi, Mike. Hi, Brennan. Good to see you guys. You and uh, thank you, Mike, for all of your hard work. And it, I know it's uh, really important for you to help save this country. Make sure we have fair elections. And I'm, I'm right there with you and happy to be part of this. 
And yeah, well, thanks, Carrie. And we're just announcing to everybody the preliminary injunction that you're the that you're the plaintiff on. I'm so I am uh, so happy that uh, that you were ever able to be oh, a part wow, of that. that. There it is, right there, huh? <laughs> Hot off the That's presses. Awesome. What do you think of that, you Carrie? Know, have, you, uh, have, you, have you had a chance to read it? And if so, what do you think of oh, it? Oh yeah. Well, I've been I've been reading it through all the processes, and we have such a great legal team. I mean, really, some legal heavyweights on this. And um, we have, have crossed every T and dotted every I. And so there have been many variations of it. We've got a great um, final version of it. And this is going to, this is really for all voters. I don't care if you've got a Democrat, a D behind your name, or an R, or an independent, or if you're new to voting. We want to make sure that our elections are fair. And, and these voting machines like Dominion and, and the other ones, we can't be guaranteed that they're uh, what's inside of them. We don't even know. They won't share that with us. And we know the components inside are made by our enemies in China. And they are corruptible. And so this is, remember, back in 2016, remember the Democrats saying the election was stolen. And they were complaining about these same type of machines. I think it was Kamala Harris in, in 2017 who yeah. said that she watched with her own eyes as they hacked one of these voting machines. We can't have that, and this is a way to bring transparency. Well, and what a great state to start with, um, with Arizona, with all the stuff that in Arizona that was revealed, what went on in the election, uh, just horrific. Uh, they do the, all the audits done, they had all the hard work that was put into the audits and stuff. They basically, if we get rid of these machines that you have vindicated, it's going, hey, we're never gonna use these things again. Um, I, I've said it, you've heard me say it, Terry. I want to melt them down and turn them into prison bars. That's recycling. That's recycling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like the way you think, so, Mike. Let's reuse yeah. wherever we can. You know, but, and we, no, we laugh no. about it, but we know how, how tragic it was to see, you know, this election corrupted the way it was here in Arizona. And we don't want it to happen again. We're still in chaos from that. We've got everybody kind of battling and we're at each other's throats. And we just want to make sure the next election, we don't have some of the same problems anywhere that we can pull back and straighten it out before we go in, into that next election. Of course, I'm on the campaign trail, Mike. You know that, Brennan, you know that. Yes, and one of the absolutely. top things I hear People say, we need to make sure our 2022 election is going to be fair. That's all we want, a fair election. And you just mentioned something a while ago about what you're doing, and this is whether you got a D or an R or an I behind your name, because at the end of the day, as I, as I look over this, this lawsuit, this complaint, I see that it is at the heart of it about protecting the constitutional rights of the citizens. This is in, this, this is in the complaint. So this is about protecting everyone's constitutional rights. Absolutely. I mean, we I, I just heard somebody talking about what we found in, in, in the forensic audit and what we found in Liz Harris's when she went door to door and she did the canvassing where they found 75 people registered to a dirt lot. Somebody said to me, and it really it really touched me in the heart. She said, I feel like, Carrie, my voting, th that a dirt lot in Arizona has more voting rights than I do. Mm -hmm. We can't maybe solve all of the problems, but we can say, look, going into this election, Let's get rid of these machines that we know have problems. We've got Democrats who've talked about the problems. We've got Republicans who are concerned about the problems. We have major components in these machines made by our enemies. We need to pull these out. We don't need them. We go back to precinct voting back in the 80s and 90s. Mike, you remember voting back then, and I do too. We didn't have well, these I, machines. I actually, Carrie, actually, I, Carrie, I don't. I was on drugs back then. Okay, well, now that you're clean and sober <laughs> and you've turned your life over to, to Christ and you've, um, you're, you care so much about saving this country, um, back right, then, and right. I, I, was a, I was a cub reporter, and we did it precinct style, and we knew at the end of the night who the right. winner was. Those small precincts, get rid of the voting centers, go back to the small precincts. We can know by the end of the night, and everybody can rest knowing that we had fair elections. Right. Absolutely. Well, and here's the thing, too, is in this complaint or in this uh, preliminary injunction is the replacement the, this replacement system without machines, everybody. And I'm getting comments over here on Facebook. Um, uh, they're going, we have to fix 2021st and all this stuff. And I'm going, I just want everybody to know, both our audience and on Facebook, we have about, there's a, this doesn't have any... It, it does, but it doesn't. This is just one thing to do it. We have to get rid of the machines. 
But yes, with yeah. all these other things, the Supreme Court complaint that, we're, that the attorney generals are still working on getting ready, that will tell all these states they can't do the illegal things they did against the Constitution. That would fix that. All the legislatures, maybe this will even be, make uh, some of these legislatures brave uh, in Arizona going, hey, um, not only do we need to get rid of the machines, but let's decertify this election that's been sitting there. It's been sitting there. So just so everybody knows, we're... Um, the, uh, yes, the, we, we know the election was stolen in 2020, but you, you still can't, if, there, if people aren't going to do anything, like if the legislatures aren't doing anything about it, we've got to take it into our own hands, everybody. And these preliminary injunctions, the biggest thing was the machines. When, you can, when your election gets selected and not elected, that's a bad thing. We want all of us to have, uh, when we get there, you know, yeah, we're still looking at 2020, but we have to have, a, a fair uh, one-person, one-vote election in 2022. Right. We already know me, what what, a, what manifestation of a horrific stolen election can do to our country. And uh, this is just, um, I think it's so important, Carrie, that I can't even, this is historic, well, actually. And, and let me talk a little bit about what that viewer said about 2020. We're not going to forget 2020 because we want to make sure that we get to the bottom of it. We figure out who was behind it. That's right. And, and we will do that. But what we have to do is while that's being worked out, we're trying to get our, our lawmakers to show some courage and do the right thing. We, the people, are trying to do what we can to ensure this next midterm election and those going forward are honest. Yeah. So that doesn't right. mean we're not going to pay attention to 2020. Thank you, Carrie. And you know, and by the way, everybody, if you're just tuning in, Carrie is running, Carrie Lake, running for governor of the state of Arizona, went out, she's doing so much. She's a plaintiff in this uh, historic preliminary injunction lawsuit against the state of Arizona to get rid of all the voting machines, all of them, from ES&S yeah. to Dominion to Heart to Diabolt, Smartmatic, they're all the same. We to go to a new system, which is in the complaint about um, um, it's a new system, even though it's paper, it's like paper on steroids. It's amazing. And um, I want to say to um, go ahead, Carrie. Carrie, I, well, Carrie, I know I, you've got to go. Some of the I know people in a, Arizona. I know, you're sorry, tight, friend, I know you're in a tight time crunch and we don't want to mess up your schedule. First of all, go ahead and finish what you're saying. And also, okay. uh, can you give us your website as well? Thank you. My website is carrylake.com, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E.com. Yes, I'm happy. I'm proud to be a plaintiff on this injunction so that we can try to make sure at least the 2020 elections and those going forward are a bit more fair. We still have other things we need to do, but Mike was talking about these special ballots. They're non-corruptible, non-counterfeitable. And we know about them in Arizona because they pushed this legislation. We actually got it passed. It was thrown into an appropriations bill to have these type of ballots. But then a liberal judge pulled that out and said we couldn't do it. Long story short, we do know about them in Arizona. I believe that's the way to go. That way we, we don't worry about the actual ballot being corrupted. Um, right. We've done this before. We didn't always vote with these machines. Back in the old days, in the 80s and early 90s, we didn't have these machines. So we just need to go back to a more reliable way to uh, make sure our, our votes are being counted so that going forward and starting in 22, all voters, whether they be Democrat, Independent, Republican, Libertarian, whatever you are, Green Party, we know that our right. vote counted. And we're just as citizens trying to step forward and do what we can. We know that we do have some lawmakers working to make changes. We hope they'll do the right thing. But we as citizens need to work uh, to improve this. Now, I am running for governor here in Arizona. And I am actually getting ready to go out the door for a debate tonight. That's why um, Brendan awesome. said I don't have a lot of time. Well, go. well one, of right, well, not, one of my competitors is not... One of my competitors isn't showing up because she's afraid to debate. Wow. So uh, should well, be interesting. You'll do a great job. I know your evening was very pressed. You did us a favor coming in here. Thank you. Thank you for your courage to get on this complaint. Again, running for governor in Arizona. We got your website now on the screen. You'll do a great job tonight. And again, thank you for squeezing us in here. Thank you. And Mike Lindell, thank you for being such a great American. I, I don't even call you the pillow guy anymore. I call you the patriot guy because... You care so much about this country. And and even though he makes the most comfortable pillows in the world, made in America, he can't sleep at night because our elections are corrupt. So we're going to get these elections to be honest again so Mike can get a good night's sleep. There you go. Thank you, Carrie. Thanks, Carrie. Bye, guys. And
Carrie Lake right, checking right. in. And Brandon, you know, I might, but, hey, Brandon, you know, yes. so there is a little truth to that. I, I get about three, four hours a night, but they are quality with the my pillow. I'll yeah, absolutely. Hold on. Um, this, Mr. It, Dershowitz, go right ahead. We're on the air, but I want to take your call. We, yep, we're calling you at 630 Central. Okay, if it's Skype doesn't work, uh, 7.30 Eastern, I'm sorry. If your Skype doesn't work, we'll call you by phone. Thank, will do. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so we're going to have Alan Dershowitz here with us in just a little bit. Yeah, Mike. everybody. Yeah, everybody. So Alan Dershowitz, this is one of the surprises for the old fake news media out there watching all the all the ones that wanted that were texting me all day. What surprises? Well, there's a surprise. Alan Dershowitz, one of the lead mm -hmm. attorneys on this, is coming on here at 6.30. And... Uh, um, I want to tell everybody to get involved. Brandon, I need you to go to the website. I want to show everybody something, how they can all get involved while we're waiting for, uh, do we have uh, Andrew Parker coming Andrew, on Andrew now? Parker is with us now as well, correct. Okay. Can you quick go to, before we bring Andrew on, go to the website. I want to show everybody how you can all get involved right now. Uh, this is historic. We can't let this go, you guys. Everybody's got to get involved. Um, remember, Carrie Lake going up there as a plaintiff. Um, um, so are you at the website, Brandon? We are there. Okay, scroll down. I'm going to keep you scrolling down. Go ahead. Scroll down. Scroll down. You guys, if you see it says Arizona. Okay, keep going a little further. Right there. You see that where it says petition? Blow that up there. Terminate the machine's petition. You guys all click and get that signed. Next week, there's a second part of this where it's the preliminary injunction filing. We want every, we want them all to know. And by the way, you don't have to be in Arizona to sign that petition. I'm taking millions and millions of these. We're spreading them out because we're going to be coming to your state, South Dakota, you're next, okay? We're going to go state by state and get rid of these machines. They got to go. I've been saying this for over a year. Um, they, uh, they, they uh, we're not going to let happen uh, in 2020 anytime ever again in history. Um, so right, let's bring on a Andrew Parker. Uh, ran, uh, Andrew, Andrew, Andy welcome. Was... Glad you're with us. I don't know if you got the chance to hear what Carrie Lake was saying. This is Andrew. Maybe explain. You're an attorney. You're a founding partner there. We'll get that up on the website uh, under your name. But uh, tell our audience who you are, Andrew. Yeah, I, uh, I'm an attorney uh, in Minneapolis. I'm licensed in practice in uh, the state of Arizona, as well as a number of other states. Uh, I am a, uh, a trial attorney, handled constitutional matters, civil rights matters uh, on a number of occasions. Uh, and I am uh, representing my pillow in a number of cases. I'm representing uh, Mike Lindell. I'm familiar with the election cases uh, that have arisen, uh, and uh, now representing Carrie Lake and Mark Fincham uh, as it relates to the preliminary injunction complaint that we are filing as we speak uh, in the state of Arizona to enjoin Arizona from using uh, electronic voting machines and an electronic uh, voting system uh, that does not accurately or, more importantly, securely, with integrity, uh, count the vote. And if you can't count on your vote, you lose public confidence, and loss of public confidence in the selection of our elected leaders is um, an anathema to demo a democratic society. And so as we were discussing with you off the air earlier today, as I was getting a briefing from you, uh, on this, part of the the complaint is that the citizens have to have their constitutional rights protected, and there's no way for them to know what's going on inside those machines and verify what's taking place. And so this is about protecting everybody's constitutional right, regardless of party. And it's also about the fact that this is almost like a public utility that we pay for. As we've discussed, just because the taxpayers pay for something doesn't mean we have the right to look at everything. There are certain things that are classified, national security matters. But this is at the very heart of what makes us a constitutional republic. One vote, one person, and can verify that your vote actually counted and you were represented and not losing your constitutional rights, correct? No, that, that's absolutely right. The juxtaposition between those who want to promote 
the use of electronic uh, voting machines and those who want to uh, count paper ballots that are filled out by hand, that are counted by human beings and not machines, uh, and that are open to full public view uh, as it relates to the counting and representatives from all parties making sure that everyone understands that the count was accurate. Win or lose that the count was accurate is most important. The juxtaposition between our position and those that we expect the defense may take in this case is one of openness and sunshine on the process versus black box voting and darkness on the process. And, and by the way, hey, your hey, case hey, hold it, hold it, Brian. Brian, okay, Andrew, I want to, I want to ask you something. Um, the, um, you know, Carrie was just on here, and she said that in Arizona, they actually had a bill up to get uh, this new paper to get paper, very secure voting paper, and it got voted down by a liberal judge. I mean, I mean, you know, it doesn't in something like this with this with this preliminary injunction with this complaint. Um, why would anybody not want it? I mean, I mean, it doesn't even make sense. Why would you not want it? Because uh, there's no uh, um, there's no downfall, really, is there? I mean, I mean, what would why would, and and who has to who has to argue this? Like, you know, when this goes to when this goes to Arizona, who's the defendant? The state of Arizona is that Secretary of State? Who's the defendant? And then who who is uh, who has to? Uh, represent the state then fight the case if they want if they want to fight yeah you know the the claims are against the secretary of state uh also against a couple of counties in the state of arizona that are uh by statute uh required to implement and carry out the election in their counties following certain criteria and requirements with certain obligations under statute, and uh, uh, we have identified Maricopa County, certainly, uh, as well as Pima County, uh, in terms of their board of supervisors, who under statute, by statute, are required to uh, carry out these elections, and have decided to do so by using electronic voting machines, we have alleged, in violation of federal and state constitutional mandates, as well as statutory mandates. And those violations, uh, we have asked the court to declare uh, and then to enjoin uh, the use of these unsecure, uh, vulnerable to manipulation and intrusion uh, systems uh, used, being used to count the vote, particularly when an alternative system can certainly be employed has been used in this country, uh, maybe without all of what we are requesting for security and integrity, and that is a hand count system with security and integrity. And it, it can be developed quite easily. One of the components of it you have identified uh, as a uh, uh, uncounterfeitable paper ballot that can be uh, applied in uh, all of these situations uh, of, of, of uh, uh, voting. Uh, and then when the count occurs, uh, we can have a video and uh, live streaming of the count, the actual count, where members of the public can see the count. Now, you can't see people's names and how they voted. Everything's done by number, and you would get your number. Uh, as right. a voter, and you would be the only one to have that number other than the election right. officials. Uh, and right. we would then be able to know that there was a secure vote. Uh, why is right. it that, we're, that there would be opposition to such a system right. of openness well, and transparency? Right. Well, why, well, okay, so that being said, who... Who is the one that does the attorney general of Arizona? Does he have to be the one if he? Yes, the attorney general to... will represent. The attorney general will represent. In most cases, will represent the secretary of state. 
there are situations where the attorney general who represents the state uh, will decide they do not want to uh, be counsel for either the governor, it might be a governor of another party, or for the secretary of state, might be of another party, and they will have to go out and get independent uh, counsel. Well, why, it doesn't why, happen why can't they, why, can, can they, can the attorney general just say, hey, this is a good idea, let's get rid of them? Can the attorney yes, general the say, attorney general hey, could I side with us? Absolutely. The attorney general could side with the plaintiffs in this right. case. The attorney general could intervene on behalf of the plaintiffs uh, in this case. Okay, so, so that being said, I want everybody in Arizona and the whole country and the whole world to understand uh, the Attorney General Bonovich, aren't you kind of giving the Attorney General of Arizona kind of gives him an out, doesn't it? He can say, of course we don't want the machines. Uh, you know, he's in kind of a, he's been down there uh, uh, saying he's going to do stuff with, you know, with the, uh, with all the crime that was committed in the, in the, uh, in the Maricopa County audit and that, that all came out. And uh, so he, at least everybody, he does have that option. I want everybody to realize that he can say, hey, this is a great idea. Um, let's uh, let's all join in and uh, get rid of them and help. You know, in my words, these are my words now. Let's all get together and melt down the machines together. What a beautiful thing! You know, the the uh, <laughs> attorney general could have, irrespective of this complaint or anything done by uh, Carrie Lake or Mark Fincham, uh, could have brought as attorneys general uh, will do. A, a claim against counties that are acting in violation of state law or including statutory or constitutional provisions. Uh, and, and that's what we believe is occurring here. The attorney general could uh, take on that fight. Right on, right on. All right. Thank you for being with us, Andrew, and all your great work. We appreciate it. Thank you, Brandon. Good to see you, Mike. We are yep, joined. Thanks, thanks, Andrew. Great job. Great job. We are joined now by attorney Alan Dershowitz. Mr. Dershowitz, welcome to the Lindell Report with Mike Lindell. Well, thank you. It's an honor to follow um, Andrew Parker, who is one of the great, great lawyers in America and one of the most knowledgeable people on election law and on the constitutionality of uh, various types of um, voting. So it's uh, it's been a pleasure to work with him and an honor to be on with and after him. So uh, uh, he's, he's done a great, great job, and it's, it's my privilege to work with him. You have to understand, I'm a liberal Democrat. I voted for Joe Biden. I'm happy with the results of the election. This is not about partisan politics. This is about whether or not votes are being properly counted for the future. And it's also about whether or not when you have a private company performing a government function, uh, they have to be as transparent as the government is. If the government were doing the counting, obviously the people would have a right to know exactly what methodologies they're using and to subject them to expert neutral analysis. And the government can't simply abdicate that responsibility by delegating the voting, which is a constitutional obligation, to a private company, which then says, no, 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 it's proprietary. We don't want to let you look at it. We don't want to let you see it. That denies citizens the absolute right to hold their government accountable. Absolutely. Um, in regards to the national security implications, what, what are your thoughts in, with the vulnerability of these machines from a national security standpoint? Well, we need to know that. I mean, we won't ever know that completely until we have independent, neutral, nonpartisan experts look at exactly what the machines are doing, are capable of doing, what foreign governments are capable of doing to the machines. Right now, what's happening is that voting is in a black box. And in a democracy, you know, you never say to the government can never say to you, trust me. But now these companies are saying, trust me. So we need to know whether there are risks to national security, risks to governments, other governments, hostile governments, particularly now when we are really in a Cold War again uh, with Russia, with Belarus, with Syria, with uh, other countries, uh, with China, 
who would have an interest in trying to uh, undo fair elections in the United States. So uh, this, we need to know more, and we can't be sure that our national security won't be compromised unless we can get inside those machines and inside the black box. And as That's a constitutional what, attorney, what, what specific arguments are you making from the Constitution in these complaints? Well, so many. Um, uh, first, we're making, of course, an equal protection argument that every vote should be counted equally, one person, one vote. I was a law clerk in the Supreme Court back in the 1960s when we articulated the principle of one person, one vote. And you can't have elections in which some people's votes count more than others, in which machines can distort the outcome. So we have equal protection. We have due process. We have the right of the people to know what the government is doing. We have a variety of constitutional arguments that are being leveled. And again, I've had the honor and the privilege of, of working on those constitutional arguments. But I want to emphasize this is not partisan. This is not about trying to undo the past. People can do that. They can try to do that. That's a historical matter. This is about the future. This is something that's as important to Democrats as it is to Republicans, as important to uh, liberals as it is to conservatives. And, and that's why I feel so strongly that this is a very important case. What is the legal threshold for pushing these companies over to being a quasi-public utility, sir? Well, I think we've already passed that. I think once they're given the power to determine the outcome of an election, they are no longer simply private parties with the right to keep their um, business model uh, a confidential. Once they agree to accept enormous amounts of money from the government to perform this governmental function, they are the government for purposes of transparency, disclosure, um, uh, availability of the documents and material to be looked at by objective neutral experts. So they've already crossed that threshold. Doesn't that also then allow for citizens to criticize those companies as well then? Because you can't be sued for criticizing the government. How can then these quasi-government agencies now sue citizens for criticizing their practices? I, I completely agree with you. I think the same standards that apply to governments have to apply to private parties when these private parties have voluntarily for money taken on a governmental function. You can't have it both ways. Yeah, you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? No, no, no. You can't be the government for purposes of determining who the next president, the next governor, the next senator, the next congressman is, and then say, whoops, we're not the government when it comes to suing you, when it comes to failing to make disclosure, transparency. You're either the government or you're a private party. And if you're a private party, you can't be involved in counting votes. And if you're the government, then you can't hide the mechanisms and be allowed to sue as if you were just a private individual. Mike? Hey, I, I want to say, I want to chime in there. Um, so, uh, you know, Alan, I was saying that too, like, like even a year ago, I'm going, you know, what, what are they hiding in the boxes in these of machines? Course. I said, if I was, if I was, if somebody said this about my pillows and there was, everybody was out there saying, Mike Lindell has rocks and knives in his pillows. I would, I would say, look, everybody, I would open up the pillow and say, it's beautiful, patented, Bill. There's no rocks or knives. And instead, they went this other direction, which you told me it was basically lawfare, which hadn't been practiced to the, since the late 1700s. And um, yeah. um, so, this, so this is, uh, I think that for myself, you know, it's like, I can't ever want, I don't ever want to see uh, anyone in charge of an election where they, where nobody knows what's going on. And, and this is, uh, this is in fact, this case you have, or that, that uh, with, you know, starting with Arizona, the relief then, they, they, when you talk about the relief or whatever, the, does the state then do it? They, if let's say it's a perfect world, they just order them out of the whole state then, is that how that goes? Well, no, you have to order them to open up their the black box. You know, and this is an issue on which liberals and people who care about open sourcing should be on our side. It was Justice Brandeis, perhaps the most liberal justice in the history of the Supreme Court, who talked about sunlight being the best disinfectant. And sunlight in this case means open up the box. Let us see what's going on inside. Let us let other
others present expert witnesses who can analyze this and tell us if there are national security issues, tell us whether or not there's a potential for uh, 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 affecting elections. That's the key. The key is sunlight. The key is openness. The key is accountability. And that's what we are opting for. And nobody should be allowed to use a machine to count a vote unless that machine is subject to the same accountability that people are subject to when they government counts votes. The government can't keep secrets when it counts votes. If, if, if a citizen claims that the government is using a mechanism of counting votes that uh, is unlawful, of course the government has to disclose it. And the government can't eliminate that obligation by simply delegating for large amounts of money the governmental function to a private company. Mm. Thank you, Mr. Dershowitz, for being with us. We sure appreciate it. Well, it's my honor to represent uh, this issue and to present it and to try to get accountability and to work with great, great lawyers like Andrew Parker. So nope. thank you. No, thank you. It's an honor to have you with us tonight. Alan Dershowitz checking in, folks. Now we're going to go to, before we go to Attorney Kurt Olson, we'll be joined by State Representative Mark Fincham, who is also running for Secretary of State in Arizona. And his name, along with Kerry Lake, is on this complaint. Uh, Representative Fincham, welcome to the broadcast. Mike Lindell, The Linda Report. Oh, well, thank you for having me on, Brandon. It's great to see you. Thank you, Mike, for the, giving me the opportunity. Any thoughts, Mark, on what you've heard up to this point by our variety of esteemed guests? Well, I've, I've been watching basically in the, the electronic green room, and, and you know, I, it, it really high points or highlights the, the statement that uh, my good friend Senator Sonny Borelli has made repeatedly. Elections need to be in public or private. Counting should never be. It needs to be public. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that we are finally getting to that place where people recognize that when you've got a black box and you have software, I mean, you talk to any software engineer, they will tell you that audit features are easily defeated. How do you expect your attorney general to respond to this? Well, quite frankly, uh, you, you've raised an interesting question. In fact, I was um, listening to, to that back and forth. And I think the fact that Katie Hobbs not only sued our attorney general, but filed an ethics complaint means that he's conflicted out of representing her. Well, that poses an interesting wow. problem. Wow. <laughs> uh -huh. well, right? Well, the, what, but, what, but I would say if, if, uh, if I was your attorney general down there, with all the stuff that's went on and all the hard work of the audits and everything, he should just embrace this and say, you know what? I'm all for getting rid of the machines. So, um, and uh, by the way, you bring up Katie Hobbs. Aren't you, um, aren't you running for secretary of state? Yes, sir. I'm running for secretary of state, but Katie Hobbs is, this is going to be a scary thought running for governor. Um, I'm yeah, actually, no, so everybody, I want to, I want to frame this. I want to frame this for everybody. So here, with this case, you got Carrie Lake running for governor, Mark Bincham running for secretary of state as the plaintiffs going into Arizona to get rid of the machines. And the, the defendant is Katie Hobbs, the current secretary of state. And then you have the attorney general down there that, in my mind, hasn't done a thing. And he should, and he should just uh, embrace this and say, hey, we got to get rid of these machines. And and by the way, everybody, just so you all know, I've endorsed both Mark and Kerry, Kerry for governor and Mark for secretary of state. Mark, you're going to be the best secretary of state they ever see in Arizona. Well, I, I certainly hope so. But I, I'm, I'm looking at the conversation that you've been having. So number one, we need to get rid of the black boxes. And what I think is interesting is France can hold an election and 67,000 or 67 million people can have their ballots counted. I'm pretty sure we could do the same thing in the state of Arizona that has 7 million people. All right. That's issue number one. Issue number two, and, and I want to make a, a slight correction. The ballot fraud countermeasures paper that we introduced last year was a part of a package that the Arizona Supreme Court set aside out of a procedural problem. And that is that we had a number of bills that were in a bucket, if you will, that were various titles. Now, we've done that for 40 years. But that right. tells you that the left is terrified of having a system 
that has an audit trail in it that cannot be defeated. That's one of the features of the ballot fraud countermeasures paper. We would know exactly how many ballot documents are in the system before the election. Think about that for a minute. Wow. You can't introduce something after the fact. They're terrified right. of it. So that's currently in uh, the budget for this year. Our, part of our problem is the, the manufacturer of the ballot blanks has to have enough lead time to get this done. Now, here's an interesting feature, I think, of this lawsuit. In the specific relief, the court could say, could say, we want to have hand counting of certifiable ballots that have a watermark and an audit trail. And the, the ISO requirements of said ballot are herein listed in the complaint. Well, if the judge says, you know, that seems like a, a fairly reasonable conclusion to me, I grant that. That means without legislative authority, it is so ordered. We go to paper with watermarks and an audit trail. And it has to be done in time for the general election. Now, you want to talk about a, a game changer for the, the polity, for the Republicans, independents, and Democrats to believe, again, in elections that are fair that are, that are free of influence, that's one of the major things we can do. Now, the other thing, obviously, I believe, is to go to hand counting. And there's been a lot of people pushaw that and say, no, well, it's going to be too expensive. Really? So we send, spend $6.5 million plus on an audit. Maricopa County Board of Supervisors spent, I think, another $3 million on more Dominion counting machines. How about we... We put wait, 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 they bought, wait, did I hear that you say that they bought more machines? They spent another $3 million on more Dominion machines. Yeah. And, and this is, you guys, the, I'm going to stop for a second there. You, does everyone realize they did the same thing in Colorado, where in Colorado, where they had the, uh, we got the image where Tina Peters, the county clerk, did her job, got the image and all this uh controversy there with the Dominion machines. They had, this was about, I don't know, a couple months ago, I guess, three months. And they went down just so everybody remembers, we had it right here on Frank's Beach. Person after person came into the county commissioners, hundreds of people, voiced their opinion. We don't want these machines used in any election. And you know what they did, Mark? The, the commissioner said, we're not only going to use them, we're going to sign contracts through 2035, I think it was, or 2029. They, I mean, you've got to wonder where people's heads are. Why would you want to double down and triple down? If people don't think that machine companies are getting getting to people, they're out there selling their, their crime machines. Uh, it's like a race, everybody. This, this case you got here could not come at a better time in history. That's why I'm telling everyone out there, this is a historical day. Arizona is first. It's going to be followed up by South Dakota and right on down the line. If I have my druthers, it's going to be all 50 states. And uh, because it was, there was crime across our whole country, and it's, uh, it starts with that hidden black box where they hide our votes and nobody knows anything. Mark, you were a big part of, uh, I know, invest with that paper you're talking about. It's a very secure paper. It's like money, isn't it, where you have all these security security features on it, correct? That's that's absolutely absolutely correct, Mike. So the, many of the, the fraud countermeasure features you will find on various pieces of U.S. currency. In fact, the company that created the, the working model of this actually handles U.S. currency. And they have... Oh, um, wow. One of the things that happens is the supply chain. We found out that there was a problem with paper in the supply chain, which... Okay, I guess a systems engineer would come across this sooner or later by asking questions, but you have a number of states that are all calling for ballots at the same time. You begin to collapse or compress the supply chain of paper that is suitable for printing ballots. Well, what if we, during the off-season, have a company that is printing ballot blanks and putting them into storage so that when it comes time for us to print ballots, we don't face that problem? And the company that put this program together, is they're like, okay, we handle billions of dollars of U.S. currency, the higher-end bills, $100 bills, 
they're able to handle a bill a millisecond by on one machine and tell you whether or not it's still serviceable, if it's a counterfeit. So what they did is they built very some of the very same countermeasures into the concept piece that Arizona's using into our ballots. You, wow. you cannot counterfeit this thing because it's the right. contents of the ink, it's the contents right. of the audit trail, all of the things that are recorded. So I'm hopeful that this will once again shine some light on the election right. process so that we're able to vote in private, but we count in public. Yeah. Mark, thank you. What's right. your website real quick, Mark? What's your website? Uh, VoteFincham.com. In fact, if people want to see a little, a very short video on this, this ballot fraud countermeasures thing, all they have to do is the uh, look on the news tab for the Arizona Ballot Integrity Project. Go down to the bottom, watch it. It's a three-minute video. Kind of walks through what this thing looks like. And uh, so far, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback. Excellent. You. Thank you, Mark, for being with us and all you're doing. Appreciate it. Thank you. Joining Thank you, us now is Counselor Kurt Olson, Attorney Kurt Olson. Welcome back to the Lindell Report with Mike Lindell. How are you doing tonight, Kurt? Doing great. Hey, what do you think about everything you've been hey, hearing? Kurt. Hey, Mike. What do you think about what you've been hearing from these guests tonight, Kurt? Um, I think it's just a, a very cogent and well-laid-out case as to why electronic voting machines have no place in our election system. And this is the start of what will hopefully be a national debate. We will be filing cases in other states, as Mike and others have mentioned. And so there is going to be a national debate to be had on the use of these electronic voting machines, which everybody, all experts say, can never be made 100% secure. And how can you trust your vote to a black box machine where you know that it's not, can never be made secure, and you don't even know how it works because, as others have said, it's black box voting. These machine companies won't disclose what's inside to the public. I want to read three things to you and then have you, and I think after I read these three things, this will take up a lot of the time for you and Mike to discuss. Electronic voting machine companies use critical parts in their systems that are manufactured or assembled overseas, including China and ta Taiwan, as Carrie Lake referenced. But did you know, in 2010, the U.S. Department of Defense found thousands of its computer servers sending military network data to China. The result of code hidden in what? chips. Wait yeah. a minute. What? <laughs> I, knew that, I knew that would get him going. The result of code. Listen to this. The result. How did this happen? How did that happen? Because of code hidden in chips that handled the machine startup processes. Okay? Did you know? In 2014, Intel Corp discovered an elite Chinese hacking group breached its network through a single server that downloaded malware from a supplier's update site. And then finally, did you know, in 2015, the Federal Bureau of Investigation warned multiple companies that Chinese operatives had concealed an extra chip loaded with backdoor code in one manufacturer's servers. I'll just drop that to the table for you two to talk about. Well, it's, it's interesting. I mean, what you're talking about there are the Chinese in those instances hacking into computer systems for commercial gain or maybe national security gain. They want to get technology. What we're talking about is voting systems. And just think about how much money, how much uh, geopolitical power can be gained by stealing or rigging an election. And so it's far beyond a commercial uh, hacking uh, that you just described, and it goes straight to the heart of our country. This is how you steal a country, is by rigging elections. You mean like and by putting having their person put into power, right. like having their person put into power, i.e. like Joe Biden, and then he does things like shuts down oil pipelines, he drains our strategic oil reserves, ships it to Europe. He leaves $85 billion in military hardware in Afghanistan for China to pick up. I mean, you're $85 billion in hardware they pick up, which some of us now made it back to Iran that they're now supposedly stripping it down and duplicating it. Are these the kind of things you're talking about our enemies could do when they take an election through hacking and chips that then benefit them? Well, our elected officials set policies. Policies have economic consequences. They have geopolitical consequences. It's no surprise that our adversaries would want those policies to favor them or to not hurt them. 
And so what's the first thing you would look at? That is attempting to rig an election. That's the first thing you would go to. It's not just when hackers will hack into the Office of Personnel Management and gain the IDs of, I believe it was like 65 million people, or go into Amazon or go into Apple and steal technology and, and, uh, and other commercial type uh, uh, benefits. Uh, this goes directly to the country. Mike? It, I'm going to... I got to fix my stand here, Brandon. Keep talking. All right. So let me ask you about this. This is not, by the way, the only one, uh, uh, Attorney Kurt Olson. Isn't there a similar bipartisan coalition of plaintiffs already pending with a federal court in Georgia? Yeah. So there was a, there's been a case that's been pending in front of the uh, federal district court in the northern district of Georgia and captioned Curling B. Rapsenberger. And Rapsenberger is the secretary of state of Georgia. And that case is, was brought to get rid of the Dominion voting machines there. There's been uh, a, 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 a number of cyber experts have testified credibly that the machines used in Georgia are unsafe, including one professor from the University of Michigan, his name is J. Alex Halderman, who recently testified in a declaration that he can show how these machines will be used to steal votes. And it doesn't affect just the machines in Georgia, but in 15 other states, including Arizona. And what's really important about that particular litigation is that the, uh, he, he uh, drafted a 25,000-word report that has been kept under seal. This is after he inspected a Dominion voting machine for 12 weeks. The court will not release this report to the public. And CISA, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, under the DHS, has entered an appearance in January and has said, no, 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 don't release this report to the public. And the judge agreed. And not only that, the Louisiana Secretary of State, which was one of the 15 or 16 affected states, tried to intervene. And they have a direct interest. I mean, by the testimony of Halderman, they're, they're one of the states that uses machines that will, quote, be used to steal votes. And... He was, he, the judge in that case denied Louis, the Louisiana Secretary of State's uh, attempt to intervene in the case just to find out. So, again, you come back to this black box voting, this idea that the public should be kept in the dark about security vulnerabilities, risk to these machines, and how they operate. And it's one other important aspect of this. With any computer can be hacked, even Dominion's chief uh, engineer, Eric Coomer admitted that any computer can be hacked if given enough time and access. There's no dispute about this. And what we're doing with these uh, failures of securities, it's always catch-up. It's whack-a-mole. So when they uncover a vulnerability, that means it's been known. And it's likely been known, as everybody has said, by our adversaries. And it could have been known for quite some time. And there's one, one thing I do want to mention. There is a video that is posted on our on Frank Speech's website. I believe it's now at the petition. But it's called Hacking America's Computerized Voting Machines. It's about an hour long. It's a compilation of experts. And these are experts that I'm talking from Princeton, from Georgetown University, from University of Michigan, from Rice. These are PhDs, computer science uh, experts who have looked at voting machines. And it is one of the most powerful movies anybody could watch. If you watch that movie and think that voting machines should be used in our elections after watching that, then you've got a problem. Let me show because the screen. Right. Let hey, me show hey, that screen. Hey, Brandon, 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 yeah, show the screen. Show the screen. Show Frank Speed screen there. There it is, right there. Okay, everybody, yeah, there's your, um, the complete video right there, everybody, but you can also, there's your Hacking America's Voice, that's the one that Kurt, Kurt's talking about here. Um, also, while we're here, everybody, as long as you're there, I want you to go down a little bit further. Everyone, go to frankspeech.com, right there. C click on the petition. We want to get everybody signed up. It doesn't matter what state you're in. Brandon, click on the petition there, will you? Terminate, terminate the machines. Can you see it? Yep. There you go. Add all your information okay, there not, and sign in. Yeah, yeah. And I believe the video's there too. Yep. Is the video there, there it is, too. right there. Yep. Yeah, there's there's the video there too. Um, 
So anyway, and, and uh, you guys, everybody, we need everybody to sign this petition because we're not just going with Arizona. We're like Kurt said, we're going to go across the country. Uh, um, and um, we got to get rid of these machines. But I do encourage everyone not just sign the petition, but watch that hour movie. Kurt, I watched that movie and I was, I was, I couldn't believe it. I, I, and when you say, how come you got nice guys like me where you just said Eric Coomer even said that they, that they could be hacked. And then he goes and sues me the other day. What's up with that? You know, I don't even think I want to get in Eric Coomer's head. <laughs> so, but, but, but I'll tell you that this is a bipartisan issue. As, as Professor yes, Dershowitz right. said, this is bipartisan. You had then Senator Kamala Harris, you know, in on the floor of the Senate, testify or talking about how she witnessed a machine hacked before her very eyes. Yep. You know, with Senator Elizabeth yeah. Warren, Senator Elizabeth, Amy Klobuchar. This is not right. partisan. It goes directly right. to the security of our country and and our vote. Kurt, thanks for being Kurt, you've been you've been working. Kurt, you've been working so hard on all these things, and they, uh, um, uh, what an amazing, uh, amazing lawyer, the best lawyer I've ever heard of and known in my life, and a great, great friend. And I want to say this, um, the, um, uh, this case, I believe, as you do, is one of the most, it's, it's historical. Um, um, it's been worked on for, I mean, how many months now, and it's all come down to this, everybody. All the stuff we know, the evidence we know with these machines, we already know this. Any any of you fake news media that's watching right now, uh, you can go right down and see what's inside the machines. It's right here on Frank's feet. Take a nice look. I don't want to hear one little report out there. If you guys want to really be journalists, if you guys want to keep my number, you might want to put a report out about this uh, complaint, this preliminary injunction against the state of Arizona. I expect Zach, Cheryl, Alexandra, uh, Betsy, Dan, all you guys that are watching from all those wonderful outlets that attack me all the time, uh, Newsweek, all you guys, you guys should be reporting on this complaint. Like uh, Kurt just told you, this is not a Democrat or Republican thing. This is an American dream. This is a this is a citizen thing. This is all of us, all of us. Nobody should ever want, uh, like Alan Dershowitz said, why would you want a private company hiding hiding your votes from you, hiding everything from you when they're acting as the government. That was a good point he made, Brandon. That's exactly right. Kurt, did you have a quick closing comment? You know, I, I think that if France can do hand-counted ballots and they don't use machines because they recognize the security failures of electronic voting machines. Absolutely. So if France can do it, I certainly think that we can. Absolutely. Thank you, Kurt. Mike, I hear the music, but I'm going to break the rules for a second, Mike, because if I can, with your permission, I want to bring people right back to uh, this website right here, our website, guys, Frank Speech. Go to that. I want to highlight this real quick, the online store. Click that button. Am I fair to say, Mike, that uh, hitting these uh, injunctions in all these states is expensive and this is one way they can help fund it? Yeah, absolutely, everybody. Please use that code L77. These are the best specials. These specials are going away on Monday, everybody. Like these sheets that are uh, $29.99. You get my free book tonight with your order. You go down a little further. You have the six-piece towel set for $29.99. That goes away on Monday morning. It's going to be gone. You're never going to see that price again. You have the 50% off slippers, this massive, massive overstock sale. That also goes away Monday. This is I was able to get these up for this weekend. We had a meeting at my pillow today. Some of these items were actually just directly passing everything on to you, but we actually paid for them. Uh, if you go down a little further, you've got the my pillows at $19.99. Uh, and uh, if you go a little further, I want to tell everyone the new the the roll the roll and go my pillows. All these you guys, we just don't have pillows. We have look at these the American flag. You want to help Frank speech? Go down a little further. We've got the Frank Speech yard signs and stuff. We've got the yard signs, the dog beds. There's the yard signs, everybody. I lowered the price so we can all get them and get the word out. We've got to get the word out about this complaint now and this injunction. There's the Frank Speech, those coffee cups. I lowered them to $19.99. And, and same way with the shirts. We want to get the word out. Our new commercials coming out for Bleed Stop. You guys use that promo code l 77 these lawsuits across the country are going to be very expensive, and uh, 
Um, they've been, and, but we're gonna we're winning, everybody. We are winning, and uh, uh, we just got we got to get the word out. We can't count on we we know we can't count on Fox and Newsmax and and the other conservative media tonight, Brandon. Let's hope that all of, all of our all of our, our biggest fans or the that watch us every night, which is your Cheryl's of the world and all the all the uh, it's her favorite show. Cheryl told me that the other day. It's her favorite show. So. Um, I hope that they put they do a great report on us and and get this report out because this is for all people. Uh, Alan Duke, if you're watching, I would maybe you should probably uh, pick up pick up the pace here and then come out and say what's really in those machines and speak the truth, Alan, for just one time, please. Absolutely. All right, folks. And when this is posted tonight, late tonight, early tomorrow at FrankSpeech.com, I want you to go grab the URL for this show and tweet it, text it, email, Facebook, Gitter, wherever you have. Put it everywhere. One of the most important hours I think we have ever done here on Lindell TV with an incredible lineup. Andrew Parker, gubernatorial candidate of Arizona, um, Carrie Lake, Representative Mark Fincham running for Secretary of State of Arizona, Alan Dershowitz, Kurt Olson, Mike Lindell. What a lineup. Get it when it's posted tonight. Tonight being uh, the 22nd of April, so or, or by tomorrow morning, the 23rd on Saturday. Tweet it, text it, email, Facebook, get her wherever you put it. Get it everywhere. Very important show. This has been our broadcast. Thank you for joining us. On behalf of Mike Lindell and Brandon House, this has been the Lindell Report. Thanks for watching. Take care. You're watching Lindell TV.